Bernie, if you had an OnlyFan, you would post what kind of pictures? Go. I got great calves. <laughs> huh? Okay. And I think if I if I may be so bold as to suggest uh, for you, Bernie, please. I, two. I, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait for you to suggest what you think I should do. No, go ahead. What do you? What do you? I want to know what do you think I'm good at. Two gap photos. I think you have a okay, great so smile, Bernie. Is what I'm saying. And and it worked for uh, Michael Strahan. It's all right, Otis uh, on OnlyFan. What would uh, you post? Mm. Never really considered this. Uh, I think you have. <laughs> this is weird with Otis and Bernie. It's this is weird. It's Otis and Bernie. Hi there. Uh, it's just Bernie, uh, just me, my little lonesome self sitting in my lonely chair. Uh, no Otis right now. And uh, I'll tell you why here in just a second. First, some housekeeping issues. First things first. There are new episodes of This Is Weird coming to your podcast machine. And uh, we will be uh, dropping those episodes. Keep your eye on social media to find out when life really got in the way really really got in the way of us doing episodes of this is weird we both enjoy doing it so much and we're going to return to doing that program weekly soon keep your eye on socials for that second thing second and the reason that we are here today uh as i sit here it is sunday night october the 23rd 2022 and i arrived home yesterday yesterday saturday from San Antonio, Texas, where uh, our good friend Russell Rush passed. Uh, he was an amazing man, a very talented man, and did the podcast often because Otis and I made him do the podcast often because he's our friend and that's what you do to help friends out. But we love talking to him. We love being friends with him privately, but we love talking to him publicly, and the public part is for your consumption. So enjoy the Best of Russell Rush on the This Is Weird podcast, and it starts right now, and I'll set the first one up. This is uh, Otis was supposed to officiate Rush's wedding and uh, got COVID instead, and he describes what happened there. This is weird. Uh, so Russell Rush, also, we have, we've discussed you in other realms on the podcast with you, without you being here. I feel like you're a part of the show without you knowing you're a part of the show. And you've come up a lot. That's you're fair. an interesting person. Because okay. we have discussed how I am an ordained minister, and nobody yeah. will call me Reverend Osho. I would call you Reverend Osho. But... <laughs> yeah, you say that, but the one opportunity you had to be Reverend Osho, you didn't do it. So I was scheduled to be Russell Rush's reverend, his uh, officiant for the wedding. November was it November? Yeah, November fourteenth. Yep. Uh, and that week I got COVID. So I literally told you the night before, a day and a half before your wedding. Yeah. Um, you know that pandemic that's going around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're, we're like, we're setting up for the wedding. And there's like text from Otis, like, hey, call me, call me. And I was like, did he fly in early? Like, what's, what's happening? So I get home finally because the venue's like an hour away from my house. I'm like, okay, I got to call Otis. So I call him. He's like, uh, yeah, I got the Rona. And like, <laughs> I didn't even, I don't even think I questioned you. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. 
Because that's well, how like actually, stressful weddings are. I was like, I just yeah. I, like now I got to find somebody. Great, okay. exactly yeah. what I expected. But uh, you know, hey, yeah, okay. <laughs> you did say you did say to me like four times, "You're not effing with me, right?" Yeah, well, like, you're, this, this is not a bit. I mean, this is not you're, a like bit. you're serious. <laughs> We're yes. not on your radio show, and you're messing with me right now. No, <laughs> yeah, okay. Hey, um, let's bring uh let's bring the doctor on the line right now, Doctor Funny Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's a phone prank everybody that's a phone scam everybody we brought dr <laughs> funny's dr funny stuff was played by squeaky <laughs> uh yeah no but uh i i honestly though i'm so glad that you actually got tested and did not come i've never been so glad somebody did not come because that wedding would have been a, a super spreader on the white lawn like for real <laughs> it was you know what i mean you know. Uh, we were. I, I I looked, and this is the God's honest truth. I looked forward to the wedding all year. I looked forward to coming down and being a part of it. Yeah. Uh, I was. You're... I was disinvited. I wasn't. I didn't even have the opportunity to get oh, COVID nineteen <laughs> <laughs> and opt out twelve hours. Bernie before. didn't get the invitation. I what did, do you got to say about that, I, Russell? <laughs> I uh, I didn't even get the opportunity to get COVID and skip the skip the wedding. I just got a text from Russ that says, "Hey, funny story." My efficient just my efficient just got COVID. <laughs> I didn't know if you knew already or if I was no, breaking it to you no, or you were in on breaking like, news. Oh, breaking news. You're part of the I, phone scam or what? But do you have the part of the speech, Otis? I do have uh, some of the. You want to read, uh, read that now? Just get it out of the way. You wrote it. I don't know. <laughs> let me give you. Uh, <laughs> let me give you just a few uh, fun excerpts. Is Sarah here? Yeah. Is Sarah? Russ is Sarah, Sarah near, uh, you? near you there? You just uh, want to do a toast right her, here? Uh, her uh, beach body workout right now, I think. I don't okay. know where she's at. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's, uh, here's the part where you're holding hands at the beginning. Got it. This is with you or truly. With her? <laughs> this is when I'm okay. coughing on her and reading this out loud to you. By the Got power it. vested in me by all of uh, Hogwarts. This is truly a celebration for Russell and Sarah Lynn and for us as well, because. I've known this guy for 20 years, and honestly, I'm surprised we're still alive. <laughs> I did see that in the script. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't about you asleep in a tree, firewalking at rodeo, <laughs> nearly being arrested crossing a bridge under construction. That was at Bernie's wedding. That was at yeah, Bernie's wedding. wedding. Or nearly drowning in a New Orleans flood. <laughs> that was something I was that there for that, happen. too. Yeah. We drank like an hour after the flood. Yeah. We sure did. That, you know what? God bless the flood. <laughs> we wouldn't have been able to, uh, to make it, honestly. Uh, all right, here's some uh, fun. So you know the part where they say, like, this is a good marriage. This is what a good marriage should marriage. be. Yes. A good marriage must be created. <laughs> Little gestures of love are big moments in a marriage. It's never being too old to hold hands. It's never saying goodbye without an I love you and a kiss. It's sweating almost to the point of death because despite the king-size bed that you sleep in, it's your side and she's wrapped around you the entire time like an anaconda. See, you were going for mind? funny. Oh, you were going for funny there. And I uh, would, funny's funny's memorable though. You know? Uh, I wouldn't want it funny. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, like, uh, I don't want to feel memory. like Otis is doing a bit. Is it like only Otis my workshopping <laughs> stuff at my wedding? I don't want to feel my like wife that. that only my wife that uh, suffocates me to death during sleep. I'm just saying. Oh, no, it we're seems already like you're doing doing a tight five at the comedy store is what it sounds like. It's never going to bed, uh, sleep angry, unless Iowa State beats Iowa. Oh, 
That, that was would a, make me very. That's 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 good. That's good localism that's right there. That's good. You brought it home. <laughs> you brought it. Home. Way to bring it local. <laughs> it's standing together to face the world, and then taking twenty-seven pictures of it. So maybe one of them is good enough to put on Instagram. <laughs> I'm speaking from experience here. Yeah. 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 I've seen the gram. I know it. <laughs> laughing, <laughs> laughing at a solid punchline that he did on his show. Oh, all seven times he tells you oh. that never happens. <laughs> that never. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you that when you're in radio, uh, they will ne- they don't find you nearly as funny as the listeners do. Let's uh, let's start here. My my wife uh, stopped thinking I was amusing a long time ago in any facet of life, and I just I've stopped sharing things. She didn't laugh at anything you say. No, no. <laughs> what, what about when you, get, when you get hurt? I mean, I see. <laughs> <laughs> like it man, seems I really stubbed my toe. She she just just double doubles over. You know, now I see why you're in entertainment. That's what she says. <laughs> no, I wish you guys the best. It, marriage is 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 when you find that right person, and they're the right partner. And you decide, I want to annoy this person for the rest of my life. <laughs> I want to give this person a Is that in the script or were you just like, was that a while? <laughs> that, that was, right that was in the script. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were having a moment here and he's just reading the script. <laughs> so that's some of the fun stuff. Oh, that was great. That I did there. Time that Otis completely stood you up at your wedding. I had some really nice Bible quotes. I, I, I was proud of this speech. It was very religious, Otis. So in a way, it's good that you weren't there because I don't know, man. The, the, the place would have maybe burned down with all that religion that was in that ceremony. There was a lot of it. <laughs> it was a beautiful <laughs> wedding. I watched it on Zoom. We did. I was on, it was on had drinks. We it was on Twitch as well. <laughs> okay. You know why? We were, we were playing. Uh, we were playing uh, World of Warcraft while watching <laughs> you your wedding over, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on yeah. Twitch. I had Russ's wedding on one side and Call of Duty on the other. <laughs> By design, man. Listen to the guys every week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the guys on social media at This Weird Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And grow the show at ThisIsWeirdPod.com. Our buddy Russell has uh, checked in. I don't know if Dino's coming on or not. Do we want to bring Russell into the conversation? Let's bring Russell into the conversation. There's Russell Rush. Russell Rush. What's up, Rush? On the program, on the live stream. Thank you for joining us, sir. Are you having uh, Mike Envy over here? I mean, this is a pretty expensive. That is a very phallic mic that you're speaking into. Very large. It's a very, very phallic mic. Mine mine is pointing up. Otis is down. I don't know what that says about our relationship. I don't know. Well, now that you came in, I am very turned on by both of these things. Uh, What's up, Russ? Been a minute. I'm exhausted, y'all. How about you guys? I bet you've been. You've been working. You put a picture up where where you look like you were just distraught at like two a.m., two thirty a.m. You're like, editing sucks, but my show is up tomorrow. I uh, I got a message back from somebody. They're like, oh no, I have pink eye too, and I was like. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are we doing? Okay, my, I was just bloodshot, but all right, cool. <laughs> Sorry, think, not often. Sorry, you touch your, your ass, ass and wipe Jesus. your eye, but seriously. Right. Is, that, is that pink guy? I didn't realize that was pink guy. Is that what we're doing for pink guy? I didn't, I didn't know that. 
The Russell Rush on is, is, is an amazing show, and it's very, very well done. Uh, the Russell Rush on a tour. How do people get to it if they want to see it? Uh, it's easy. The entire series, all uh, 40 episodes are up online on YouTube. Just search the Russell Rush on a tour, and, uh, and they'll all pop up. But the one last night was from uh, the Bonham Exchange, which is a, a legendary San Antonio nightclub. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we were shocked at what we found. But uh, we, ended, we ended things last night after uh, 14 years, which is crazy. Now, you've had, you so guys get- have looked at uh, hotels before, right? You guys have, have gone into, like, hotels and such? We've done hotels, we've done bars, we've done old ranches. Um, yeah, I mean, all, all sorts of locations. We have a clip. I mean, I got a clip ready for. Uh, I want to. This is the Russell. This is the. Do you know what this clip is, Russ? Let's check. Let's check and see. Let's check and see if we can uh, get this clip. That is. <laughs> that yeah, is that's, the, that's well, me. You actually, saw the real... green thing right there. Oh, I have to hold it myself. That's uh, that doesn't feel like the Russell Rush on a tour. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you I have wish a full backpack a... like that. <laughs> Man, I wish it was real. Mine's... Oh, well, that's uh, mine is how it goes. Is, that's literally mine's more of a fanny pack. Uh, what is a, what a an amazing <laughs> show you have produced? It looks fantastic. Thanks, yeah, really. I mean, the, the ghosts are incredible. Uh, the lens that we put on the camera, you can see him right away. It's it's amazing. I have a real clip. <laughs> I have a real clip if you'd like. This is from the Russell Rush. This is a real clip from the Russell Rush Hunter. Daryl gets his ghostly German lesson down below in the basement. Things still don't feel good. Why do people say they don't like to be down here? I'm stuck down there alone, lie. by the way. Being down here alone sucks. It's okay. It's all right. I'm, so, I'm sorry I'm freaking out. Um, I'm not scared of you. Lies. And we're here to find out what you need <laughs> if you have a message. I'm just here to shoot a TV it's show. Just naturally, to do you get a little jumpy being down here by yourself, you know? Have you ever urinated while in the basement? Are you in th- in this basement? No, no, I did not in this basement. <laughs> in that particular basement? No. I wanted to pull a clip where you look like the biggest pussy. Like that was the clip I looked for. That was the clip. I was like, I need the clip where he looks like he's the most scared. No, look, well, no, you I missed one. There, there, there was an episode where uh, you were in. God, I don't remember the place, but you were in this this room uh, where. You started feeling something. Maybe you can. Uh, there, it was. I think you told me it was one of the like weirdest experiences you had. You were overcome with this dark feeling, and you literally had to walk out. You told everybody on camera where you were like, "I, I can't do that. I can't do this anymore." I, I, you you lost your mind. Yeah, no, I was. It was at an old jail in Hallisville, Texas, and all night I didn't yes. have to go into this room, and it was the it was the room where it was a really tiny room actually, and you and. This is where the, like, the two-way glass was in there, and that's where the people yes, go in to see yes. their loved ones who were in jail. And mm-hmm. I, for whatever reason, that room just piqued my interest all night, and I was in there, and I was by myself. And here's, here's a lesson that I haven't learned because I did the same thing on this one, on this investigation. But don't set, well, I was alone, so I have my own camera and a tripod. Don't set the tripod up on your exit point because I got <laughs> dizzy. 
I got so dizzy from everything, and then I was yes. like, you know, and and this is a five thousand dollar camera, and that's where my mind goes because I'm like, I'm not rebuying that thing. I don't care how bad I feel, <laughs> and so I just stay in the damn room, you know. Um, but Bernie, I did I did send a clip to your uh, your your Facebook messenger, and you could actually download it from there um, if you're can I if you're, in, sure if I you're interested. Um, yeah, I don't know that I can get to. The, I had to pull all the clips earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, you, uh, yeah, yeah like, so, you have had some. What is what is? So you just told us about probably one of the craziest experiences. But what is a moment where you completely believed in what you were doing because this happened to you? You you walked into the room or you did something. I always love that where you're just talking to air, and, and you're just like, "Hey, uh, if you're here." Uh, give me a little, uh, give me a little twist or something like, uh, play with my, play with my balls or whatever you want to do. Uh, <laughs> you, I, time out. Have you ever asked a ghost to play with your balls? That's the question <laughs> we're trying to get here. You got to be a little not, more direct. You got to learn how yeah. to interview Otis. Have uh, you ever asked a ghost to play with your balls? Go. But believe it or not, that's the first question you're taught to ask <laughs> in that situation. So, Look, somebody go to. F- interview school is what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to think of one of the uh the early investigations i mean but the whole reason the whole way that i even got into it was was as a joke right like you know i love conan o'brien and you remember how he used to make fun of the civil war reenactors yes yeah so i I was like you know in 2006 7 or whatever is when the show ghost hunters came out and I thought those guys were just two knobs, right? And I was like, okay, I'm going to like find a local group and make fun of them. And I did, and they're now friends of mine because we went out and real things were happening. Like we heard noises, and then they had a recording of something saying my voice. And I was like, so I just, I completely, I was like, that, this is real, you know? And I got a voice recorder, and then we started doing the show for a couple of years, and then I sucked at video editing. And luckily, a production company uh, wanted to follow us around and, and, you know, two Emmys and 14 years later, I mean, here we are, you know. You won it. Yeah, awesome. you did you, win. I forgot you won Emmys. I have held that Emmy. You, you were there. You were there. I was there when you won the Emmy. I forgot about that. Bernie was but our you Uber were, home from the Emmys that night. I was. Yes, you I went was. into an actual, like, uh, I think people were murdered in the home. There was a home, uh, I believe it was in Texas, uh, where there was one room that you said you walked into it. and uh, Actually, the, uh, and I, Excuse me for not knowing her name. She's got the tattoos and the piercings. And she's Joker. one of my favorite. Yeah. She Kat went Von into D. the room. Kat Von D. <laughs> she mm-hmm. went into the room yeah. and she was just feeling this like heavy, dark pressure on her. And then you went into the room and you were feeling the same thing. And it was one of those rooms where uh, I talked about my haunted home that I grew up in that my parents have that had like the, the panel wood walls. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I feel like those rooms are always haunted. Just just from the panel paneling alone. Yeah, just from yeah. the wood paneling that looks like a trailer. Ooh, <laughs> see, disco, nineteen seventies decor, nineteen seventy shag carpeting. I almost you got the shag carpeting and, and I knew Bernie was going to say it, so I did. Yeah, no, that you house guys, that you're talking you. about. That house you're talking about, it's Haunted Hill House up in, in Mineral Wells, Texas. And they call uh-huh. they call that town Mineral Wells. It's such an odd place, right? It, it's it's a town of like 12,000 people. Yet there's like, 
I don't know how many stories, like, but like an 18-story giant hotel that you could just pick up and put in like Dallas-Fort Worth and it would fit right in. And it's in, it's called the Baker Hotel. And uh, that was the center of this town because there was a, a spring, a natural spring there. And the town is now, like their motto is, the town crazy built. And the reason why is because a doctor discovered that he gave his patient who was mentally ill this water and the water worked. And so they were like, the water is magic, right? And so four insane asylums opened up in the town. And once they, so they started giving everybody the water, right? And then once with the advent of modern medicine, everything closed down and they just opened the doors and let all of the patients go. And they formed the town, right? But when they tested oh, the water years that's later, that's a terrible idea. That's, that's it's a terrible idea. idea. Yeah. Terrible but, idea. But they how did that tested... even? How did I get past city council? <laughs> <laughs> there was no city council. Some, somebody at a city council meeting. Somebody say, "Oh hi, oh hi, Bernie. Uh, maybe we not let the crazy people out of the thing." <laughs> I, I just I'm they just became that out there. They became the city council. There's like one lady on exactly. city council just stitch, stitching a weird doll. There's another one that just keeps like talking to things in the air that you don't know. Those are the people that refuse to wear masks now. They're just screaming. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's it's the same as our modern day politicians. It's fine. It's, but, it yeah, right. <laughs> but but they they tested that water. The reason the water actually worked, but they tested the water and it has lithium in it. Which is all it today is still used as a mood stabilizer. So, right. Well, there you go. Maybe that's, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so the, the town that's, crazy built. That's not like crazy. Yeah, uh, there, Russell hit me at one point when I was in Louisville, Kentucky, and I wish we could have made it happen because I've been through it. There's a TB hospital in Louisville, Kentucky called the Waverly Hills, and I've been through it. And there is, it, it is an eerie presence there. They say that there's a, a woman still there that speaks to you out of one of the rooms that they walk you by. And if you record or listen quietly, you can hear her voice. I didn't get any of that. However, I, there was uh, a certain floor where you can see shadow figures. And I did see the, the shadow movement across certain light forms that were coming through uh, they didn't have any light within the building. You're walking through and you see like the natural moonlight coming through and then you'll just see this black shadow walk across it. And there's no really yeah. real reason to explain it, but they're like, just watch and you'll see. And you did. And then there was another room uh, where they put up several different balls. Like they just put random balls around the room because they say that there's a little, little child Timmy. that is within that area and if if he wants to play with the ball he'll move it and we saw one of the balls move yeah they, they actually say weird. waverly hills i don't remember how many thousands of people died there but there's even a um there was a, a they called it the death shoot right because waverly hills mm -hmm. it's yep. on a big giant hill they walked us down so there yeah they're like how do we get all these bodies from there were these people dying from tuberculosis how do we get them out of here down this giant hill so they built a covered rail line and this cart system would cart the bodies down and the trucks would pick them up and uh, it's creepy yeah, as I mean, hell. It, but they say when you when you go there i've wanted to go there but but i'm also a little afraid to go there not because of the hauntings because i've known people who have been active in paranormal and they go there and everything else is ruined because it's so active and it's so crazy and you see so many things that when you go out on a normal investigation and you get an EVP that's like 
you know, get out, you're like, it's overdrive. Yeah. 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 That's, a, that's amazing. And, it's, and so these, get and so these, the ways that these spirits manifest themselves, you see physical, you hear stuff, stuff touches you, just bunches and bunches of different ways that these things reach out right to the, to the outside world. Yeah. It's commonly through EVP audio, right? And, and, we use a certain type of recorder that, that Sony doesn't sell anymore. And if you look them up on eBay, they're like 500 bucks. I got mine for a hundred dollars, but you see us investigating with like with our earbuds in or whatever. Um, and it's because the electronics on the microphone are so much more sensitive than our ears. And sometimes you can actually hear them in real time. And I've carried on conversations with whatever's in the air hmm. and, uh, be, and, because I'm able to hear them with the recorder and, and not my, my own ears. But, you know, if you weren't wearing the earbuds, when you went back to it, you know, it would be there. But who yeah, you think's gonna most... win this? who do you think is going to win the World Series? <laughs> <laughs> Just, I, I want to say this you as a friend. waste your opportunity with a spirit to talk about football. Uh, you think Aaron Rodgers is past his uh, breaking point? Or you <laughs> no, think he's going to leave the pack? Or what's the story? I did, I, I, back in the day of Jersey Shore, there's a clip somewhere of me like, you think Sam and Ron are going to get back together? Like, <laughs> Cut out. I want, to, I want to say this as a friend of you for 20 years. Uh, Bernie as well has been a friend that long as well. Uh, he believes I nothing I you just said. I don't care for you, though. That's the problem. Is I don't and uh, <laughs> all he hears when you're saying that you're talking to whatever's in the air is, does Russell need help? Does he, does, Look, should I, no, should I listen, ask him if, if he's okay? <laughs> listen, Ber Bernie should just really just keep that to himself. If that's how he really feels. Cause I saved the man's life in a bar fight. All right. <laughs> we need to continue to bring fight. this like, up. I, yeah, we were, Wait, look, a bear we fight were, or a bar fight? You said bear fight. Either one. Either one. Uh, no, it's not that you did save my life in a bar fight. We were standing there <laughs> and <laughs> there was a fight that broke out over there and it moved its way over here and Russell grabbed me and pushed me out of the way. <laughs> like that's a thing that happened. Bern Bernie's like back was to it. He's like telling a story and I just literally went, I was just like, I just grabbed his head <laughs> and like moved nope. him out of the nope. way. <laughs> Bottles were flying. When I watch the haunted tour and I feel and somebody feels something on their back, I presume it's you pushing them out of the way, <laughs> of whatever that pushing is. them into it. <laughs> Russ, the only thing Russell saved me from, well, there's been several things, but the main thing was at your wedding, Bernie, when he saved me from being arrested as we crossed a bridge that was closed off, and that yeah. was a, a wonderful uh, story. One, one that was a thing that happened. It was a thing that yeah. was a thing that happened. Yeah, it was under construction. I'm like. We should go to our hey, hotel. What are you guys doing up here? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, well, listen, the closest path to our hotel was across that bridge. It was under construction. I, look, they we could walk the it. That we weren't going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know and I said, I, I was the influencer where I said, Russ, we can go across it. Fuck it. Who cares? Exactly. I'm going to go. Let's you go. ran across the bridge and left me there. Right, because the guy so comes up immediately, out. immediately comes up, and he's like, what are you, guys, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you crossing this bridge? I'm like, let's go, let's go. It was I'm the guy that, that I'm not going to talk to him, I'm gone. of traffic. <laughs> and Russell, Russell's the guy that's like, let me talk to him. I got this. <laughs> Russ is much more smooth. 
Russ, Russ is going to talk yeah. his way through this. I, I was on the other side of the bridge while Russell finished his conversation. Yeah, you were, you were done thing. at that point. I was just didn't want to run. So I'm like, let me see if I can talk my <laughs> right, way through yeah. this. Russ doing it out of, out of, out of self-preservation. <laughs> that was why you were trying to talk. <laughs> uh, should we, on, should we uh, appeal to the Twitch audience again, Otis? I feel like we're losing some of the folks. Oh, let's, yeah, we need Twitch. to play video games. Should we, should we Twitch, go ahead and do the, do the Twitch audience here? Let's do the Twitch yes. audience real quick. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, space you gotta, you gotta get that. Just gonna okay. You have All some right. audio from this because the audio. I is don't. Phenomenal. I don't have any audio. Don't ruin the joke. And I used to. I used to <laughs> kill at this. All right, this is this, this is what's getting the Twitch people. This Twitch is, people love to watch the video games. So I just watch you. Love to watch yeah. you play video games. So, so ever, I thought we would. If you ever move your haunted tour over to uh, Twitch, to Twitch, you want to incorporate some great Atari games. As you do uh, like, yeah. when you were playing when you were playing Pitfall, man, it took me back. And uh, there was no, Moon Patrol. <laughs> Moon Patrol Moon was Patrol, my game. Yeah. Oh, I would like. God. I would look if we could play River Raid one night on Twitch. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Uh, I think that the kids would love River Raid. Listen to the guys every week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the guys on social media at This Weird Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And grow the show at ThisIsWeirdPod.com. All right, story about a guy. I think this is fascinating. So, um, Bitcoin. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But it's it's a digital currency and it's a little bit like the dollar in that it is worth a certain amount of money if you transfer it to dollars. And it lives completely online. It is it's monopoly money. Like it works inside the walls of Bitcoin, but it doesn't work outside unless you make the transfer. There's a guy in San Francisco uh who uh got into Bitcoin early. He owns roughly 7,000 Bitcoin. Which, if you do the conversion on that, it's worth about $235 million. Can you imagine? He's had $235 million in Bitcoin. Right now, it's Monopoly money. Not much you can do with it. And for the last, there was an article in the New York Times, for the last, I think it's eight, eight or nine years, he, it's, he's locked out of his Bitcoin. He has 10, 10 chances to get the password correct. From what I understand, it's an it's an encrypted website right. that you have to. It's like very because there's so much money involved, like billions of dollars, that it's super secure. Yeah, like it's, more than trying to get into your work email. There's like, not like a with forgot the password seven different link. functions. Like, <laughs> he uh, he says he's made peace with the idea of losing the money because he's had eight or nine years to get used to the idea. He had ten opportunities. To enter the correct pause, password. Hold on, pause for a second. How do you get used to losing two hundred thirty-five million? Because he's had. So I would like long, that yeah. life. No, he's got. Can 10, I have that life, please? He's got ten opportunities to get it right. He's used eight of those opportunities. He has two left. <laughs> Why is this not a movie? It's, this I needs bet you, to be, it'd a, be movie. a great movie. It says uh, in an interview with ABC Seven News, Thomas said that it's now been nine years since he first realized he was locked out of his account, and he's had ample time to process it. He's typed in all eight that he can think of because he's like back to one in high school. Like, it can't be that one. I haven't used that let since me in. MySpace. One, two, three, yeah, right, four, yeah. five. <laughs> password one. God damn it. He's gonna, password he's two. Gonna, <laughs> God damn it. Password. I would blow through seven of those. He's going to get to the point where he's locked out for life. Figure it out. He's like, 
Damn it! It was the oh, exclamation, exclamation point. point. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, it spelled password with three S's. <laughs> Every every site I go to that's like that, and it, it, trust me, like every month when I'm paying bills, I'm like, I don't know what the hell the password is, but I can get a new password. <laughs> right. Well, no, so this every is not email, email, he's not locked out of Gmail. This is $230 million. <laughs> yeah, and the company is so encrypted that they can't, what I read is they can't even get into it. So well, that just he, they're like, like it does. Well, I mean, it's Bitcoin. It might be a scam anyway. There's not one person in there that can do their little IT thing and just be like, here, I'm going to send you a, an email and a code to your phone and you can go ahead and reset it that way. That's how it works. So uh, I, I got to tell you this real quick. So uh, a friend of mine works IT and uh, they're doing all their stuff on the cloud now, right? And so they get it, you know, with the cloud, you don't just get it for free. You're paying per access and whatever the time that's used, right? Well, they get, the company gets a bill for like a million and a half dollars over from what it should be. And they were like, what is happening? They realized one of their employees was on the cloud mining for Bitcoin, and they didn't catch it. <laughs> hey, I don't even know how you how do you mine do you, for Bitcoin. Thank you. I was I yes, that's what I want to know too. Can we get an expert on here to help us? Because we should get like a bit internet I want a shovel Bitcoin expert. Uh, there's another guy that lost a bunch of Bitcoin as well. I, I was looking up the story about that guy, and I saw this other guy who is in the Netherlands. He has $235 million on a jump drive, a hard drive that is encrypted as well. The problem is, I'm sorry, $250 million. The other, the other was $235. $250 million is 7,500 Bitcoins that he bought several years ago. Problem is, the little jump drive got thrown away <laughs> yeah. at My some God. point. So now he's petitioning the government that owns the landfill to go try to dig it up and find it. Yeah. But it's $250 million. Like I'll give you a hundred mil. You know what I mean? Right. Like, That's what he said. He said, yeah. I wanna he said, I promise you I will donate a certain amount to COVID relief and things for the, the city if you can please pull this off and find this needle in a haystack in the landfill that it, the city said, nah. What'd you do? I mean, I we could laugh at that guy, but I, if I had $250 million at a landfill, I would want to do something also. I would get a shovel and you'd find me at the landfill. Yeah, right. Like, Where do they throw my garbage? I live it. Just every day for 25 <laughs> just, years, the saddest man ever going to a landfill with a shovel. <laughs> just like, that looks Who like Roy, it, Roy's honestly. back. At one point, at one point he, uh, he gives up. He sits down. He's sweaty and dirty from doing this for four straight years knows it's just not going to happen and then some guy that works there is like hey did y'all see this thing i found no the the keeper <laughs> of the landfill <laughs> the keeper of the landfill is played by morgan freeman <laughs> the guy that it was at that time that johnny was going to give up <laughs> but i found that jump drive <laughs> but i found that jump drive <laughs> we put it in that day and found 250 million dollars and it went was to the Mexico. longest day of johnny's life <laughs> Don't worry about Johnny Dufresne. Okay. Uh, time out, time out. So, I gave him fifty dollars. That was that that impression was a cross between Morgan Freeman and the guy from Dateline. That's, it was a little bit. Of, it's not a great. Impression. You know what I mean? It's not a wonderful. It was like impression. the the one that Bill Hader does from SNL. Yes, you know what yes. I'm talking oh, about? Yes. Keith Morrison. Yes. Yeah, like like oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Johnny dug in that landfill every day for twenty five years. <laughs> I can't hate too much because I just bought a Powerball tonight, and my biggest fear 
is what happens to me all the time. I misplace things like crazy. I will win probably tonight. No, you won't. $750 million or whatever it is. No, you won't. No, you're fine. I won't be able to find a ticket. Mega Millions is already going up to like a billion, I think, in the next drawing. Yeah. Why didn't I play this when it was only like three mil? My chances of winning way higher, and that would have been a lot of money. But here I am. I only buy a ticket when it's a billion dollars. I like like how our mentality as, as Americans is like, Three million. I don't even get out of bed for three <laughs> million. <laughs> I don't even put on the shirt. I'm getting COVID for three million. I'm mil? not getting Come COVID on, for three. I'm putting on the shirt for less than one point five. <laughs> I haven't worn pants since March. Come on. <laughs> he won that lottery that day. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if you won the lottery? What what you know? You know what you I hate. What I hate about people uh, when we're talking about the lottery. I will unfriend people who are like, I mean, I'd still go to work. Like, shut up. No, you wouldn't. You are such a liar. No. Come on. No one's going to work if they win a billion dollars. <laughs> are you going to work until you get the check? Or are you just like assuming no. it's I would it? be afraid. I would like I would be afraid of Jerry Maguire that until I had the money. You know? Listen, you're if just I going go in to the with Shell the station and I run it under the thing and they're like, Wow, yeah, you uh, just won a billion dollars. I'm calling F in the you. next day. Like, yeah. <laughs> wait, I'm out, wait. bitches. First of all, why are you going to the shell station to figure that out? If you look at the numbers and you're like, I think I oh my God. I think I I won. I think you're supposed to call the lottery office. Or actually yeah, first be a lawyer. The scanner in there, and then you can just like run it under there. You're not coming out alive from the gas station. If you- <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you didn't write. No, I would have on this. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I just won $800 million. I just, Get him. I won $800 million. <laughs> Get him. Yeah, you'll read on the next day. The next day in the paper, it'll say, guy kicked other guy's ass who won $850 million at the gas station. No, get it right. Radio DJ beaten to pulp. <laughs> <laughs> to death upon what? announcing at gas station he won eight hundred million. What if you uh turn the ticket into the the attendant and he's like runs it under the thing, you know, as bored as they always are, they got that face that's like, I hate my life. Yeah. yeah. Scans it and he's like Nope, not a winner. You won eight hundred million dollars. Opens his register, he's like, I don't think we have enough. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I get out of knife and I stab that yeah, customer yeah. in the heart and take his, <laughs> take his check. Right. But I, I feel like the gas station attendant was more likely to be like, yep, not a winner. Sorry, man. Have a great day. And then he quits his <laughs> yeah. job. Right. You know what I, uh, what I read, though? 70% of people who win the lotto jackpot will go bankrupt in the first three years. Yeah, I've seen that too. I've seen they had a show one time where it showed those people that the lottery run through their life or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was I was listening to a, the, an interview with a guy who won one of these um, big jackpots, and he won at the front of either Labor Day or Memorial Day weekend. So he wins on like Thursday or Friday afternoon, and he has to sit on that ticket for the next three days. And he was just describing that process. He was just like, "You have to sit on that for three days, and the moment you turn it in." Your life, you be, you are a, in a different tax bracket. Your life instantly becomes different. I have guys that deal with that now. Money people, <laughs> I have people. Well, uh, at least in in Texas, you can. It's one of the the seven states where you can stay anonymous. And I asked that question yesterday on the show. I was like, if you won the eight hundred and fifty million dollars, whatever it was, would you tell people or nope. keep it a secret? Uh, no. Nope. And I was like, oh, I'd tell everybody. 
<laughs> yeah, they would find. They would find Everybody out. Everybody will know about that. <laughs> they would find well, out that I won on my radio show after I leave yeah. dead air for the next two hours. And then, well, what is the line from that lady? I quit this bitch. <laughs> I quit this bitch. <laughs> we, we will. We would. I would look forward to your Dateline episode if you told everybody. You're not yeah, surviving right. that. I wouldn't tell a soul. I don't think I'd even tell my own brother. I wouldn't tell your brother. But wow. I think it would be pretty obvious when I pulled up to his house at Christmas in my Lambo. <laughs> but I'm just right. saying. Yeah. Say, Damn, you better than listening to the podcast or what, man? That's Otis, uh, Otis, Otis showed up this Christmas uh, in a Lambo and a throne of boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one that goes to have lunch at a park by I myself. Know, I do. Without children. I do. I do. He's I do. all proud of it. What does that even mean? <laughs> Look, it's because. I don't know what it means, but it To get out of my good. house, to get out of my house and to get a little bit of peace and solitude, I sometimes will go get. Uh, uh, fast food and sit in my car and uh, eat it. It's been a Dude. long ten months. I have. Are a you small embarrassed child. about what you're eating? Like on my six hundred pound life? Or what's no, wrong? I'm not embarrassed by what I'm eating. What I want is the quiet. I want the quiet. You don't have a five year old. You don't know what that's like. I want to see a video of the moms around you with their children pulling them deal. slightly closer <laughs> and walking deal. around the your car. Goddamn planet is at home. People get it. <laughs> People understand what we're doing. There was at least three other people in the parking lot doing the same thing. We were comparing notes. Oh, hey, you went to Wendy's? I went to Burger King. Just think how many lunches you could have by yourself with $700 million. Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> good stuff, too. Good, I'd, I'd get the good chicken nuggets. Yeah, I wouldn't go crazy, I don't think, right away. I think a house for sure on a lake would be my first purchase. And then a couple cars because I'm into like, just you know badass, cool cars. Yeah. You guys are doing this wrong. You win $850 million. You buy everything. You live it up. <laughs> no, it's, go, it's meant to be. You, listen, you, you're meant to go bankrupt in three years. It's fine. I would own everything. I, it would be like Monopoly. I would just be buying real estate left and right. <laughs> Boardwalk? I'll take it. I like, I like, I like that Otis, Otis takes his money principle from Monopoly. Like he's gonna walk around in a monocle and just try to buy property. I will take that property and the one next to it, not for sale, and that's not what it's called, sir. Isn't that the majority of our? Uh, money I have a card here that says I can monopoly. get out of jail whenever I'd like. <laughs> and I just passed go two hundred bucks. I just two hundred, two hundred dollars. But pay up. <laughs> no, this is anybody has, have you? Has anybody played the new Monopoly? By the way, it's all digital. I don't feel like it's the same. No, I've not played the digital one. I'm still. And it on has the board like game. Bitcoin and stuff. I think. It, oh, right. Yeah. It's like you get an ATM card and you, like. Mm-hmm. No, you got to have a mess of money, and then you got to be able to steal it from the person next to you. That's how you win. The money has to flip up when I turn the table over because the game's taking too long. <laughs> like it's gotta. Like when I when I take the lip of the table and just flip in the air because yeah, like, I can't win because yeah, we're right. three and a half hours into a game that's got at least <laughs> two hours left. It's got to be able to fly everywhere. It's part of the uh, part of the effect. It doesn't work if it's an ATM card and I throw exactly. it at whoever I'm playing. This is weird.